Good morning. How are you? Okay. Uh, my, my name is Misael Nascimento. Uh, don't try to say uh, Yeah. My friends say, can, can we, what is shorter for Misael? Can we call you L? And I said, no, no. God called me. My name is Misael. Uh, yeah, you know, remember the guy from Chicago, Ed, Ed Vedroliak? Vedroliak? Yeah. I said, if you can say Vedroliak, you can say Misael. Right? So don't call me L. So that's my name. My name is Misael. I, uh, I'm just, you know, thinking about that today. I'm like, yeah, that's a hard name. And a friend of mine just this morning said, oh, there, there's a lake in California called Lake Nascimento. I'm like, I'm going to go research that. Uh, I, you know, I, I've been preaching for now 25 years. Uh, 13 years in the city of Chicago in the suburbs preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then I joined the military as a chaplain uh, and did that for a while. And uh, people say, why well, join the military to preach the gospel? Well, somebody has to bring balance between war and the grace of God. And that's what I was there trying to do. And um, work with the military personnel is just fascinating. They are good people. I worked with the Marines for 10 years out of the Pacific, from Hawaii to uh, Okinawa. And they are good people serving our country. And uh, God gave me the privilege to work with them. And uh, I, I was, uh, I'm, uh, my father was a minister uh, for 50 years. So was my grandfather before my father. And, uh, and I, I love to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ because he's a good God. Remember the sermon from last Sunday? Good God. We have a good God. And uh, the last thing Marshall said last week was that there is this person that lost her job. But she said this. God will give me another one. You know what that is? It's trust. And we have to learn to trust God that he will provide for us. He always does. God never fails. He always provides. So we, today we're going to talk about trust. And to, to answer the question, where are we putting our trust? Where, where are we putting our trust? Do we really trust God? Before I begin couple of things. I need your attention for the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, second, you need to know that I'm not here to judge you, criticize you. I'm just here to help you think about grace, faith, and trust. And I also want you to know that at the end of the message, I'm going to make an invitation for you to turn your heart to Christ. Not to join the church, not to become a member. Not to be here in attendance, but to turn your heart to Christ. Because what happens is sometimes we, we go to church and we get used to go to church, but we never make a decision to follow Christ. And I'm going to do that today, invite you to turn your heart to Christ at the end of this message. So the question for us today is, where are you putting your trust? Do you trust God? So I was reading on the internet about trust, and then I came up uh, through this story about this guy that was walking this, in this mountain, and then he slipped and started falling down this cliff, and he saw a branch, and he grabbed the branch, and he's hanging there. 
And he start yelling, help, somebody help, somebody help. And then there comes his voice, son, it's me. And he said, who's that? That's God. Do you trust me? And he said, I always trust you. And then the voice said, then let go of the branch, the branch, the branch, the branch. And he looked down, it's about 2,000 feet down. And you're like, let go of the branch? Yes, you trust me? Yes, let it go of the branch. And he started yelling, is there anybody else out there? Anybody else out there? Because we tend to trust things that we can see and touch, right? There we sometimes we put our trust. We have to learn to put our trust in God. You see, I grew up in a church. And uh, all my life, I, you know, he, he was a church, and we live, used to live next door. And uh, my family taught me to trust God in everything that I do. Trust God and pray about it. But it is easy to trust God when everything is going okay. When things get hard, it's difficult. We trust our government, don't we? I was looking at price of gas the other day on uh, North Avenue. It's like three fifty-nine. That's a lot of money for one gallon of gas. And the government is saying, but that's okay. The American people are in a good position when it comes to gas, the gas price. And I'm like, really? We trust that the government will take care of its citizens. We trust that our children will have a good education. We trust that we're going to have a job tomorrow. We trust that we're going to have food on our tables. We put our trust in our bank account sometimes. It is estimated that in America, if you lose your job tomorrow, and if you have mortgage payments and car payments and all of that, and if you don't have millions of dollars stashed in a bank somewhere, in about six months, you're going to run out of money. That's my case. You see, we tend to live check by check by check by check. It is complicated. And we put our trust that we're going to have a job tomorrow. And sometimes we lose our jobs. But we have to continue to trust. Because that's what God wants us to do. To trust in him. To put our trust in him. Let me tell you a story. There's a guy in the Bible. His name is Job. Heard that story? Job was rich, very rich. He had a lot of money. In those days, he was one of the richest men in the land. And the Bible says that one day, Job lost everything. I mean, everything. His house, his children, his money, everything. And then I read this. Job said this. God gives and God takes it away. And he said that. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's trust, isn't it? That the God that gave is a God that takes, and you continue to bless him. And then I continue to read. And then I found this, that Job, like you and me, he was human. And he said this in chapter 3. What I, had, what I was afraid of has happened. What was he afraid of? You know, he was afraid of losing everything. And it happened. But he was a man of faith, a man that trusted 
God. And then in Job chapter 19, he says this, even though I lost everything, even though things are not going okay, he said, I know that my Redeemer lives. And in the end, he will stand on the earth, and that is trust. Trust. The dictionary says this. Trust is to have a sure reliance, dependence, confidence in the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. I was driving to, through the cab the other day, and I saw a sign. And the sign said, trust is the foundation of great relationships. Is that true? It is true. How can you have a good relationship without trust? It's impossible. You have to have trust in order to have a good relationship. What God wants is to have a good relationship with us. So therefore, we have to put our trust in him. The Bible says that in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. Have you ever caught yourself saying, I don't trust anybody? I only trust myself? Because it is really hard to trust, isn't it? It is complicated because sometimes people disappoint us. Friends disappoint us. Work, so, you know, people at work disappoint us. And then it is hard to trust people. But God never, never fails. You can trust him. And you can trust him with your life. And he will not disappoint you. The question is, where are you putting your trust? And I've been thinking about that. Because it is easier to trust when things are okay. Let's read Psalm 20. If you have a Bible with you, and you can open Psalm 20. If you don't, I'm going to. We're going to display here so you can follow the reading. But this is what the psalmist says in chapter 20. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make you all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our, of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now this I know, said the psalmist. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots. Others will trust in horses. But we, the church of God, we in the name of our Lord, we trust in the name of our Lord God. They are brought down to their knees but in fall, but we will rise up. And stand firm. Why? Because we have to put our trust in God. And when we trust God, he will do great things for us. The question is, where are you putting your trust? So, questions, you know, it's difficult to trust. I'm from Brazil. And uh, I'm from a city called Rio in Brazil. There's about 8 million people in the city. And then there is a church up in the mountain called Igreja da Peña. Do you speak Portuguese? 
No? Okay, I'll translate that. Uh, it's called the Church of the Rock. It's right up there, up in the rock. And there are steps, you know, they put a steps to get there, 365 of them. One for each day of the year. But they're not little. They're not little. This thing is like huge. And people make, you know, uh, sacrifices. They, what they do is they go, they, you know, they promise God if God do this or that. And they're going to go up in this church on their knees. You go on their knees. All the way, 365 steps up. By the time they get there, they're all messed up. They can't get down. The ambulance has to bring them down. That's not what God wants. Not the sacrifice that you make because he made the sacrifice for us in in Calvary. What he wants is for you to trust him. Where are you putting your trust? Why should I trust him? We should trust him because he is the creator of all things. God created everything. He created everything by him. So the Bible says, by him everything was created. For him everything was created. Without him nothing exists. Really, life makes no sense without God. He is the creator of all things. That's why we should trust him. There is a story in the Bible about a man named Lazarus. He was a good friend of Jesus. But the Bible says... That Lazarus died. And Jesus came to visit the family about four days after his death. And when Jesus was getting there, Martha, the sister of Lazarus, saw Jesus coming and said, Oh, my Lord, my brother died. But if you were here, he would not have died. And Jesus said, Oh, Martha, I, said Jesus, am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. The question is, do you believe this? Do you trust in Christ's word? When should I trust? This is the day to trust. You can't wait until tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's a gift. Tomorrow... May not come. I have a brother-in-law. His name is Carlos. I love my brother-in-law. He's a good man. When my brother-in-law married my sister, he was not a believer. My father was not happy. Oh, he was not happy. My mother was a woman of prayer, and she said, you know, we're going to pray, and God will transform Carlos. It doesn't happen like that, does it? Whatever you got is what you got. So my mother, being a woman of prayer with the family to pray that God will transform my brother-in-law, Carlos, and he's going to become a believer. A year passed by, nothing. Ten, nothing. Twenty, nothing. Thirty, by then we are not praying anymore. And, uh, but he's a good man. And, uh, he, you know, he was passing by his living room. The TV was on. He was, like, moving channels. And then comes this preacher. And he stopped there and started watching the preacher. And the preacher was talking about trust. And my brother Carlos is standing right there in front of the TV listening to this guy. 
And the preacher said, if you put your trust in God today, he will transform your life. And my brother-in-law said, okay. Him in the TV. <laughs> I'll put the trust in God. So they said, pray this prayer with me. And my brother-in-law did. And then the guy said, well, when Sunday, when Sunday comes, you go find a church. There was a church by his house, and he started going to church. And God transformed his life. Because God was not playing a game of trust, no trust. When he put his trust in God, God transformed my brother-in-law's life from the inside out. And now he follows Christ. It's, a, you know, because God is good and God does those things, but we have to put our trust in him when today, this is the day. Maybe it is the first time you're coming to this church and you're going like, I didn't come here for this one. But God wanted to talk to you. Here's what the Bible says. Romans 15 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and as you trust him. So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of God comes into your life and you put your trust in God, he's going to fill your heart with joy. Not with happiness, with joy. Happiness, being happy and have joy is two different things. You buy a new car and you're happy. Right? And you buy a big TV and you're happy. But a week later you're like, ah, forget it. You buy a Wii, I bought one and I forgot about it. Or you buy an iPad that I never use, but I was happy. Those are things, but joy comes from inside you. When God takes your life and you place your trust in him, he will turn your life around and you're going to have joy and people will not understand and they're going to look at you like, I think you're crazy. You're going through all these things and you're still smiling. And you can tell them. It's because I have joy that comes by the power of the Holy Spirit that resides in my life. Where are you putting your trust? And how do I do this? You don't have to do much. He paid the price. Jesus died on the cross. You don't have to go 365 steps making sacrifices. He paid on, on the cross for your sins and my sins. The only thing you have to do is put your trust in him. And he will take care of you. He will transform your life from the inside out. Because salvation, my friends, is by grace and grace alone. There's really nothing you can do about it. The only thing you can do is place your, your life in his hand and he will take care of you. That I can promise. Look around you. Look at us with all our problems and difficulties, with all our defects. Because we came with defects. But he loves us anyway. Oh, if everybody just knew, right? But we have, we have placed our trust in God, and he loves us despite of our condition. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean on in your understanding, and always submit to him. And then the Bible says, and he will make your path straight. How? By trusting him. Jesus says this. 
Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. I am, says Jesus, I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. And then I'm going to come back. And then I'm going to gather you. And then I'm going to bring you to be with me where I am. See? It's not a temporal thing. It's an eternal thing. What he's doing is calling you to trust him, not for the things that are around him here, but the things that are yet to come. Trust him in the eternal, eternal things that he's preparing for us. What the psalmist is saying is people put trust in horses, people put trust in chariots, but we trust God. People put trust in the bank accounts, in the house that they live, in the job that they have, but you, church of Christ, put your trust in God and he will take care of you. He will. Because he's a great God, he's a good God, and we have to trust him. Where are you putting your trust? We should trust him because he's a God that never fails. Never fails. We should trust him because he's a God that never leaves us alone. He never forsakes us. He's always with us. We have to trust him because he never disappoints us. He loves us unconditionally. We should trust him because he loves us beyond our circumstances, beyond our imperfections. He gives us directions. He forgives our sins. We should trust him because he's a great God. He's a God that transforms our lives from the inside out. We should trust him because he makes us new creatures. Look at you. Where are you putting your trust? We should trust him because he's all powerful he knows everything he is everywhere we should trust him because he's a God of grace he's a God of mercy he's a God of justice he's a God of truth where are you putting your trust he says to you today do not be anxious about anything trust God trust me and I will give you rest Martha he loves you Mary he loves you Jim he loves you Peter, he loves you. Trace, he loves you. Martha, he loves you. Mark, he loves you. Luke, he loves you. John, he loves you. Church of Christ, he loves you. And if you put your trust in him, he will do great things for you. Trust God and he will take care of you. started I said that I'm going to make an invitation for you to turn your heart to Christ I'm going to ask you to bow your head let's pray together and uh, maybe this is your first time here God is not a God of coincidence He knows and He wanted to speak to you today and maybe that's why you came and if you have never turned your life to Christ this is the day. What are you waiting for? If you're waiting for, you know, to be perfect, it's not going to happen. Nobody is. Only he is perfect. He loves you just the way you are. And maybe you have been coming to church for a long time, but you have never made a decision. Make it today. This is the day. 
And if you want to turn your heart to Christ, I want to pray with you today. And the church will pray with you today. And God will transform your life. He will. He had done it with mine. Of so many look, look around you but if you want to do that today I want to pray with you I want you to raise your hand where you are and I'm going to pray with you are you going to trust God today God bless you right here is anybody else God bless you God bless you there God bless you there God bless you there God bless you God bless you here God bless you back yes this is God bless you there this is the day do not live here without Christ this is the most important decision that you can make in your life it's not about temporal things it's about eternal things is anybody else I don't want to live here without God bless you here. God bless you there is anybody God, God bless you God bless you back there why don't we stand up if you came with your family tell them I'm going to turn my life to Christ. If you came with your husband, your wife, your neighbor, somebody brought you here, do that. Tell them. And let, it, let the church know that you made that decision today. And that we're going to pray with you. And God will take you by their, His hand and guide you. Holy, Holy Father, we come before you, God, and ask for these brothers and sisters that have raised their hand today giving a sign to us that they are putting their trust in you and letting you know that they trust you from this point on. Take their lives and transform their lives. Write their names in the book of life because one day the Bible says the book will be open and let them find their names there bought by the blood of Christ and today is a day to remember take their lives O oh Lord and bless them in Jesus name we pray Amen